broadcasting from the capital city in Norway, Oslo. Our host, Andre Bauman, is bringing you the Gamers Performance Podcast. Nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. Stay tuned if you want to learn how to eat and train for optimal health and gaming performance. And now, here's your host, former esports athlete and personal trainer with a master's degree in nutrition and experience in working with Olympic level athletes, Andre Bauman. Today we're going to talk about a particular product which I've got a lot of questions from uh, gamers and athletes and um, yeah it's every schools or organization I've been talking at um, and it's basically this energy product which yeah I think a lot of gamers are using it and um, I see some athletes uh, that are using it also and uh, it's called G Fuel and uh, I think it's originated as a, like um, a gamer fuel or something like that I think on their page this is their first customer or was a gamer basically and uh, what i'm going to do today is going to go through the supplement facts like uh, the ingredients if they're actually doing what they're promising to do according to their web page and what and what they're saying so first of all uh, i want to say of course this is my opinion on the product uh, i am an educated uh, nutritionist i have a master's degree in nutrition I've also worked with Olympic level athletes uh, with similar kind of products, energy products, pre-workouts, whatever. And so I have some experience regarding these products. And um, I've also been an esports, former esports athlete myself. So I can relate to some of these products and the need for like getting your energy level up while you're gaming to get your focus on, trying to have the best aim each match, etc., etc. So I know the background. I kind of know the situation most gamers and esports athletes are in. So let's just dive right into it. So first of all, uh, we're going to talk about the main ingredient or main component, uh, like the main ergogenic aid in this product, like the main performance enhancing uh, substance in this product. Uh, and that's is basically caffeine. And I think most of you have, uh, I think most of you already know that caffeine is, is the substance that kind of gets you quick and you're maybe up to reaction time and yeah, makes you really sharp and ready to go <clears throat> and this product has basically the same amount of caffeine as most other kind of energy drinks like monster red bull etc so per serving this product has 150 milligrams of caffeine and if you compare that to a normal cup of coffee and uh, that's basically one and a half to maybe two cups of coffee large ones uh, but however the, the caffeine intake uh, or content i mean in regular cups of coffee can vary a lot from like 60 milligrams to basically 120 milligrams or something so we can vary a lot in just regular type of coffee so it doesn't really contain crazy amounts of caffeine per serving uh, it's basically the same as other kind of 0.5 liters energy drinks uh, with caffeine so uh, the 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 kind of gripe I, gripe I have with this product is um, is it can it's 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 in powder form. So when you get a product in powder form, you can basically dose it yourself. And if you're really if 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 you're not really strict with your measurements uh, with the caffeine in this product, you can basically overload on caffeine. If you take like two or three scoops in a go, and you don't really care about how much caffeine you get, you can get too much caffeine. And not all of you might know this, but you can actually OD on caffeine. And a lot of adolescents and younger people, uh, they, they, there have been cases where people have actually died from uh, ingesting too much caffeine. 
but these people that are uh, might react this severely to caffeine are are most certainly people that doesn't tolerate caffeine too well and you don't really know that until you kind of try so i wouldn't suggest trying to overdose yourself on caffeine because you might get a fatal outcome of it some people have died or get permanent uh, uh, problems with their blood pressure or arrhythmic uh, heartbeats etc so be careful about the caffeine always follow the guidelines for caffeine intake and don't ingest too much uh, the other problem with caffeine, except the, like the fatal issues you can get from ingesting too much caffeine, is you can also get like uh, suboptimal performance uh, when it comes to gaming. You can get the jitteriness, like shaky hands, and if you get that while you're gaming, you're probably gonna aim. Your aim is gonna be off if you play an FPS game. Uh, your gastrointestinal, uh, you you can get gastrointestinal problems when ingesting too much caffeine, like uh, an upset stomach. And uh, that doesn't really fit well if you have to compete for like an hour and you have to go to the toilet. Uh, yeah, it doesn't really work. So, so uh, the jitteriness and uh, and uh, and the uh, gastrointestinal problems are quite prevalent for people ingesting too much caffeine uh, compared to what they can tolerate. And the third issue with caffeine uh, is that it can also um, be detrimental for your sleep. So ingesting caffeine uh, close to your sleep time, like a couple of hours or maybe three or four hours prior to your sleep, if you ingest too much caffeine in, in this period, you can delay your sleep onset latency. That means basically you can, uh, that basically you fall asleep later than you would have liked to. So you can like stay awake and just wondering why the hell am I not sleeping yet? So that's kind of, yeah, that's a big problem. And it can also interrupt your sleep quality if you ingest too much caffeine close to your sleep. So these three kind of issues with ingesting too much caffeine and not too much that is fatal for you, but you can get these kind of side effects if you ingest it. However, there are also some indications that caffeine can actually boost your performance when it comes to cognitive ability. And cognitive ability basically means your brain function. Uh, and for gamers and esports athletes, the brain function is like the most important uh, muscle for our body uh, when we're competing. Your brain, your brain sends signals to your fingers and does all the movement and your reaction time, your strategic thinking and analysis. Your brain is the prime muscle for, uh, for gaming and esports. So of course, brain function is important. And uh, a few studies have actually uh, seen some cognitive performance when ingesting caffeine. So there are uh, like reasons to ingest caffeine. However, uh, in these studies, if you take a look at the meta-analysis and the systematic reviews regarding the cognitive function and caffeine intake, it's basically that the range goes from 0.5 milligrams of caffeine per kilobody weight up to 4 milligrams of caffeine per kilobody weight. So that means there's a huge range uh, in which you can get the performance-enhancing effect. And where you are supposed to be in this range as a gamer uh, or an esports athlete, you're gonna have to try yourself. Um, my experience with working with uh, Olympic level athletes and gamers is that always try to start on the lower end of the caffeine dosages. Like don't start with four milligrams of caffeine. A lot of people are gonna have uh, detrimental effects like side effects of caffeine when ingesting up to four milligrams of, uh, per, per kilobody weight. They're gonna get the jitteriness, um, gastrointestinal problems and uh, there are a lot of individual variations uh, like when how uh, you react and how much you react to caffeine so start at the lower end like start with uh, half a milligram per kilobody weight 
So that means basically if you weigh like 80 kilo, you're a male, adult male, and you weigh 80 kilo, if you supplement with 40 milligrams of caffeine, that's like one cup of coffee or maybe a half a cup of coffee, um, you, you can basically get a performance enhancing effect from that. You don't need to ingest like a whole Red Bull, which is basically three to four times the high dosage of caffeine compared to that cup of coffee. So we can do with a lo uh, lower doses of caffeine. You don't need to really take those high dosages of caffeine. So start on the lower end and see if you can feel that you get an effect uh, and maybe up the dose slowly, like go from 0.5 milligrams of caffeine up to one milligram of caffeine and try. But of course, I wouldn't like recommend intaking caffeine on a regular basis for your performance. Always try to focus on your sleep, your diet and exercise. Those kind of variables will increase your performance a lot more than ingesting just caffeine for your performance. The caffeine uh, performance part will probably increase your performance with a few percentage. Currently, there are no uh, good studies on gamers and esports athletes and caffeine intake. There are basically zero studies at the moment. So we can't say for sure how many percentage uh, effect you will get. But from the cognitive studies done on other populations, we can see that there are a few percentage uh, gain in performance. But if you eat well, or sleep well, or train well, your percentage uh, increase of performance will be like tenfolds or twentyfolds. So it, 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 it will be a lot more than just ingesting caffeine. So think of it uh, as like a pyramid. Uh, when you're trying to improve, improve performance in anything, if it's sports or gaming or whatever, always start at the bottom of the pyramid where you can gain the most percentage of your performance. And in this bottom part of the pyramid, you have like the diet, you have like sleep and training, etc. And it builds up the pyramid. And like the ergogenic aids, like caffeine, the, perf the performance enhancing substances, that's basically on the top of the pyramid, which gives you this small amount of uh, performance enhancing. So don't focus on this tiny bit of, uh, of performance enhancing you can get from these kind of products. Focus on the basics like the food and the sleep and the exercise. Okay, so that's a bit of rant about the caffeine part. Um, the other grab I have about this product is uh, the content of the vitamins and minerals. Uh, if uh, Actually, I'm not sure how much it doesn't contain because if you navigate on the web page, you can see there are two supplement fact sheets. There's one if you just go on the front page and click on the view label. And there's another one if you go to the frequently asked question panel and you can click on a, a link where it says, look what's inside the product. And um, in one of the supplement fact sheets, it says um, on vitamin B12, which is yeah, the most outstanding vitamin in this uh, label because it's insane amounts of it. It says on one label, it has almost 18,000% of the recommended daily value based on a 2000 calorie diet. How can you have 18,000% of this vitamin in, in, in this product? There are no scientific studies that can actually back up that high number in a product that actually improves your cognitive ability or performance. If you don't have like a clinical deficiency or, or, or you have suboptimal status already. So for people who have don't eat meat, for example, which contains B12 or, or any kind of products that contains B12, they can be severely deficient. And if, if they have like zero B12 in their diet, of course, supplementing with B12 in a normal dosage, like only 100% of the recommended daily value will be enough to improve their performance. You don't need 18,000%. No scientific studies backing this up. And I think it's kind of crazy. This is the first product I've seen. 
that contains this much uh, white, uh, vitamin B12. However, if you go to look at the other label, it says it only contains 7,083% uh, uh, of vitamin B12. So I'm not actually sure which is updated or which is correct. And I don't know. Uh, but either way, even if it's 7,000 or even 18,000 almost, it's still crazy amounts. And there are no scientific studies backing this amount of vitamin B12 in relation to performance or health for that matter. So the vitamin B12 and all the other vi B vitamins are, are um, water soluble, which, mean, which means that basically you're, you're, you're peeing it out when you're ingesting too much of it. So, so it's not like a, a health risk. There are currently no recommended upper limit for it, uh, like there are for vitamin A and vitamin D, which can get toxic if you ingest too much of it. So most of these energy drinks and G fuel, they can supplement with a lot of uh, B vitamins in their products and it doesn't really affect, uh, according, to the according to the literature, of course, uh, your health at all. So <clears throat> I, I can't say for sure uh, that it's not uh, detrimental for your health. Uh, there are no studies for people using, at least I know, uh, that are using these high amounts of vitamin B12 for like longer periods of time. Like if you use it for 10 or 15 years, maybe you mutate and get another arm or finger, I don't know. Uh, with these crazy amounts, I would be really skeptical uh, when ingesting uh, yeah, these kind of products for a long per period of time. So my take on it is that when a product contains this much vitamins and minerals, uh, it's a red flag for me uh, because there are no scientific evidence that you need these kind of amounts in a product. And that goes for vitamin C as well. There are basically 300% of the recommended daily value. And um, there are no point in like uh, overshooting these ranges. So think of it as like this. I have an analogy when I'm explaining these kind of things for students, etc. You have a glass of water like this and you fill it up with water until it pours over. When you fill the glass like up to here, that's like your 100% value. You have the... 100% effect both performance and, and and regarding health. And if you keep pouring water over, it's just going to spill over to your table and you're going to get a mess. And you don't get any further effect. When the glass is full, it's full. You don't get any more benefit from it. So you can use that analogy when it comes to all of the vitamins and minerals. Okay, so moving further on from these vitamins and minerals, there are several other, other components in G Fuel. I'm not going to go over every one of them it's gonna take like several hours but i'm gonna talk about one more and that's uh, the l-citrulline malate so i'm i'm thinking from a gamer's perspective this was i think ori originally developed for gamers or at least the first uh, customer they had was a gamer and um, i'm not sure if they've developed the product even further or if l-citrulline malate was uh, originally an ingredient in this product but for gamers it's basically um, you don't need it at all uh, from the studies that have been published, it has been used for like uh, bodybuilders and strength athletes in high volume, high intensity training periods. Uh, and it can maybe boost recovery and your training adaptation in regards to that. But most gamers I know, they don't even lift. So why would you even have this uh, in a gaming uh, product? I don't even know. As I understand, they basically market and sell this product to all kinds of athletes, not just uh, gamers. So yeah. It's, it's, it's looking more like they've diluted the product. So it's basically supposed to fit everyone. The problem with diluted products, which are supposed to fit everyone, like pre-workouts, for example, it, it basically, when you dilute your product, so it's supposed to fit everyone, it actually ends up fitting no one. Because most of these products, uh, they have to be 
in um, proper dosages for actually having an effect like citrulline malate like caffeine like uh, beta alanine like creatine like all these kind of ergogenic aids they have to be dosaged correctly to even work so diluting your product isn't the proper way in my opinion if we're going to actually make a product that's supposed to improve your cognitive ability for, uh, and etc or even physical ability and there are a lot of other stuff in this i'm not going to talk uh, about the rest basically um, just be wary always when using a new product even if like it's an ergogenic aid if an energy drink or just a food try to read the labels on on the food or item you're eating or consuming and try to learn about what you're consuming. Uh, you're pu basically putting it in your own body and you only have like one life, one health, so take care of it. Be wary about what you put in your body. Okay, so let's move on. And I just want to talk about one more product they have, which is a hydration product. They have basically these two products, they have the, the regular energy fuel and uh, they have this uh, energy focus endurance reaction complex, which is uh, the other product. And uh, if I can see on their label, and uh, it kind of differentiates a lot from this first product I've talked about. Uh, this product uh, contains a lot of electrolytes, which is basically salts, uh, like potassium, magnesium, sodium. And uh, the effects of these kind of electrolytes are important for uh, endurance athletes, especially, or in athletes uh, competing or training in uh, hot uh, environments. For gamers, Basically, uh, I, I, I don't know why gamers would use this product, uh, ingesting electrolytes. The best advice you can give a gamer uh, which might have problem with uh, ingesting enough fluids is basically always have a water bottle next to you and fill it with water or have several bottles in your fridge with water so you can just go pick it up and put it next to your table while you're gaming and keep drinking. You don't need to, if you eat a balanced diet, just a normal diet, you won't need to supplement it with uh, electrolytes at all. So again, and it contains 2,000, uh, I think it's yeah, 60 micrograms, which is uh, two and a half thousand um, uh, percentage of the daily recommended value of B12. So again, it has shitloads of B12. And uh, it actually has vitamin D3, a first fat, uh, the first fat-soluble vitamin uh, they have in, in their products. Um, yeah, and all kinds of other stuff. Uh, again, there are no scientific literature like supporting the claims of increasing your focus when supplementing with this, with this kind of stuff, unless you are clinically deficient in these kind of vitamins and minerals. But if you eat a normal balanced diet, you won't get a clinical deficiency in these kind of uh, vitamins and minerals. So again, it's a waste, I would say. So if you're taking this product for like a performance enhancing uh, background or, or or if your aim is to increase your performance it's a waste of money i would say the only legit thing that might work is the caffeine but then again as i said earlier you can drink a cup of coffee and you can have the same effect so to sum it up i would say that stick to regular food and uh, try not to use these kind of products uh, if you don't really if you of course like the taste and you like the texture and the color whatever by all means use it but if you're using this product in in good faith and think you actually get a performance enhancing effect of all the other ingredients except caffeine i would say no it's a waste of money and a, and a waste of time
Thanks for listening to the Gamers Performance Podcast, nutrition and exercise tips for gamers and esports athletes. If you enjoyed this content, we hope you'll pass along our web address, www.gamersperformance.gg, to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. Be sure to check out our archive section on our website for previous podcasts. Check out Gamers Performance on Twitter at GamersPerform. This has been an Andre Bauman production. Until next time.